Thank you for tuning in. My name is Zach Houston. I'm a member of the research team here at Footprints Asset Management and today I'm with Steve Lococo, the president and founder. Um, Steve, four years ago you saw the breakdown in gold and you initiated the, the, the first report. Um, last spring you uh, reiterated your gold investment thesis and most recently you issued another report uh, forewarning investors of kind of the pitfalls in gold and I was hoping that you could discuss with us a little bit about your thinking as far as the precious metal. Sure. Um, <clears throat> gold basically in the last hundred years has had three large spikes uh, starting with World War One, uh, where the Western countries came together and decided to use gold as backing the, the dollars and, and for that matter the pound. Um, it worked relatively well. Um, after World War I, we entered uh, the Roaring Twenties, asset prices went up, um, and the, the fact that gold backed our currency, it confined monetary, monetary policy. Mm -hmm. And that ultimately led to uh, the governments, both the U.S., Britain, etc., to debase somewhat the currency, not so close to gold. That led to a sharp spike in the price of gold. Um, after that time, uh, that led to uh, a decline in the price of gold as we entered the, the, the Great Depression. Um, things um, came back down in a lot of different asset classes. And it wasn't until World War II that um, they decided, yeah, Bretton Woods, mm -hmm. uh, where they would um, take gold and set it at $35 an ounce. Uh, the U.S. dollar would back that gold uh, at four, with that $35 and every other currency in the world would be pegged to the dollar. And that worked relatively well also, but the, the programs that were implemented by FDR, mainly Social Security, uh, coupled with uh, excess other government spending and the Vietnam War led to the 1970s where oil embargoes, grain embargoes, um, the, the um, the currency itself, uh, the U.S. dollar was getting uh, hurt dramatically, and President Reagan had to come out and say, you know, we, we, need, we need more money in the system. Mm -hmm. uh, they had to decouple that completely from gold, and we saw gold spike from the $35 range up to within three or four years, 1980, 81, it traded uh, roughly $800 an ounce. Uh, inflation was rampant then, uh, uh, then Chairman Greenspan. Uh, came, not Grandspan, excuse me, uh, Volcker came in and raised rates to 20%. That was the beginning of the end of the gold bull market. Um, and the, um, it was in a bear market for the next 20 years until now the, the last bull market started in 2000 at the end of the dot-com bubble. Uh, gold gravitated towards 200 and traded as high as $1,800 an ounce in 2011. And, and of course what, what's happened since then, of course, is not a lot of good things, uh, but the gold market did anticipate what the Great Recession brought in, and that was a lot of turmoil, both in Japan, Europe, and China. But for the most part, that's reflected in the price of gold. Uh, we're not gold bugs, um, but I do believe that now gold has fully reflected most of the things that we see problems in the, in, in the world. The United States has led the world. It's a great country, greatest country in the world. And it's, it's for the most part, got its hands around its biggest problems. 
Now we're seeing Europe. Europe has trailed the U.S. We're watching Japan try to do that. Uh, China has still got the challenges ahead of it. Um, so I think the decline we've seen in gold is reflective uh, of part of of, of the, the recovery, but it doesn't it doesn't necessarily reflect when we fully fix some of these things in the in the global affair. And I'm not saying it's going to be easy, fast, but gold does not hang around at prices just to be hanging around. It is a volatile currency, or excuse me, commodity. And um, my expectation is that, uh, like in the past three bull markets in gold, um, and the in the last two bear markets, this bear market will end dramatically lower. And it will be reflective of the production of the gold, the industrial cost of gold, mm -hmm. much like other commodities. We've seen oil in the last 18 months drop from $100 a barrel to as low as $29 just yesterday. Mm -hmm. um, it, and it's moved down there because of a glut, um, but more so than anything, back to some sort of production cost. What does it cost to produce it? Yes. Um, I know certainly it costs more to produce oil in South Dakota than in Saudi Arabia. And it probably costs more to produce gold in uh, lands of Alaska than it does in Brazil or other uh, place of mining popularity where, where it's popular. But, but gold's cost of production is, is in the, somewhere below $700 an ounce. And I expect, like all commodities, we'll reach into that. Uh, borrowing a major geopolitical event that uh, that we don't see coming. Um, and of course there's enough out there. Iran is, uh, can scare you to death right now. But, but that being said, um, I think history rhymes. I think we'll see the price of gold move back down to at least $700 an ounce. And I think like all commodities, it will overshoot it as it does on the upside. It will overshoot it on the downside. Mm -hmm. And I see the price going below. It would not surprise me to see the price uh, below that. Okay. Now, Steve, uh, uh, there have been a lot of um, claims of, you know, you, you focus on absolute value investing. Why Why would you put the effort into um, predicting uh, gold? Well, I, I, it, at the time, um, it, it was probably the most expensive asset uh, that we we saw and is one that we would clearly stay away from back in 2011. The updates since then are just simply to um, confer, uh, communicate to investors that the, the bear market has started. It is not over. Um, we we need to, as absolute value investors, it's terribly important to know all asset classes. Mm -hmm. Our fund, our style, our accounts are not confined to a stock yeah. or a bond. Um, we look at all different types of asset classes. That doesn't mean to say we're, we're experts on commodities. We are not. But it's important to note when a commodity is expensive, what it does to other commodity classes. When, um, it, whether it be a house, a commercial piece of real estate, farmland, whether it be grains or other types of commodities, um, we want to know where those asset classes are. We ultimately, our specialty, our expertise, where we were very competitive in, is, is publicly traded out of favored names, mm -hmm. whether it be equities or fixed income. But it's still, you have to be, you have to know both sides of the coin, basically, uh, of, of um, if you're gonna play uh, in that space. And, and so it's, you always wanna have a good understanding of the valuation of all asset classes.
Well, it's been a little over four years since we initiated our first report with gold. Uh, we updated it last spring and most recently did a continuation of our thesis on gold. And Steve, uh, we would like if you can maybe explain to us a little bit about the thinking behind um, this, this four-year journey with gold. Sure. Um, I think maybe it might be a good idea, Zach, uh, maybe go back a little bit maybe and look at some of the history behind gold and when, maybe why it's here and how it got here. But um, gold has been an acceptable uh, currency uh, form of exchange of value for in, in the world's history for human beings for as long as anybody can remember. Um, gold, silver, uh, copper even was a, a form of exchange when people did trading. It wasn't until uh, really the, the late uh, 1900s and not until uh, really the beginning of World War I where they actually, the Western world decided to take that form of uh, and make it part of a, a, a money standard. Uh, at that point, the Western uh, countries uh, decided to call it a, a gold exchange, where the, the monetary base of the United States uh, and the exchange value was, was based upon and backed by gold, basically. And it worked relatively well, um, but as, as, as we got through World War I, World War, uh, excuse me, World War I, the economies grew quickly, the roaring 20s came, asset values uh, increased in values, and ultimately, it uh, forced um, uh, what we now know as the Great Depression uh, because our monetary supply was constrained by that, that, that money, uh, the, the, the gold, the amount of gold we had in uh, reserves. Um, and then shortly uh, after that, uh, of course, we entered World War II. And as we did that, uh, the Brenton Woods uh, example was between uh, the countries where it was established. And uh, what we call now to today, looking back, was the gold standard. It, it resembled very closely what would happen in uh, the end of World War I, where we had the gold exchange. But in this particular case, the money supply wasn't constrained just to the amount of gold. You still had to have, was, you still had to allow uh, a dollar to be exchanged for gold as a matter of fact, it was $35 for every ounce of gold. And that, that, that set the gold price. And that worked relatively well also. Unfortunately, the, the, the uh, programs of uh, FDR, uh, Social Security, coupled with the Vietnam War, caused a great deal of uh, inflation, the oil embargoes, grain embargoes. And President Nixon said, you know what, we cannot exchange uh, gold for dollars anymore. We should, it's, it's depleting it, basically. And that's where uh, the big run-up in gold uh, initially started um, in this country. Although we did have it at the end of World War I, a run-up uh, as we saw the, uh, uh, the asset values increase. We saw it go from, as it was decoupled at $35 an ounce in the mid-70s, it ran up to almost $800 an ounce in uh, the early 80s. That um, then entered Paul Volcker, um, the chairman of the Federal Reserve. He raised interest rates, uh, inflation was getting out of hand, and uh, to 20%, and that began uh, the, the, the bear market in gold until 20 years later in, 19, in 1999, 2000, the dot-com uh, bubble uh, burst, um, the fears began to enter, and that's today what, what has what is, um, gold to run up in price is that 
initiation of that bull market, starting with the uncertainty around just what was fueling uh, our economy. We had a lot of uncertainty. We had the credit crisis on top of that. And we saw a, a gold market reach um, roughly $1,800 an ounce. And that's when we entered um, um, back in 2011 when we decided, you know, this is getting out of hand. Um, valuations of gold really aren't at that, that, that level. Um, and we thought now we, we were going to begin to see a correction or bear market entering gold. It's four years later now. Um, the symptoms of recovery back to a normalization still seem rel relatively remote. There's a lot of geopolitical problems out there. Um, there's a lot of problems, but what caused um, the essence of a bear market in gold are still intact. We have easy monetary policy around the globe. Um, we are seeing deflationary pressures around the globe. And unlike um, the rest of the commodity complex, gold really has held up uh, and has not followed suit. I think that's going to be an issue that investors are going to have to deal with because we've now seen a complete com uh, collapse of the oil market, uh, a, a market that typically is, is, is followed very closely with gold. Mm -hmm. And to this date right now, uh, gold is still hovering around the $1,100 an ounce where, where oil is back down to where it was back in the early um, 2000s, basically. And in that case, um, you know, we've seen, we still see quite a bit of decline in the price of gold. Um, the replacement cost, or I should say the, the production cost, the average production cost of gold today is roughly around $700 an ounce. Um, there is very seldom there's a commodity, let alone anything, really go directly to a price like that. But I expect that to at least be uh, uh, seen by the price of gold, if not substantially below that. Just because gold is such an emotional um, metal. Um, you, you can't go anywhere. People talk about gold standard, this, that, or the other thing. And it's, it's a popular word. It gets um, out of... Uh, um, I think it gets out of context, and right now I think we're we're in that same situation where it it'll it soon will be revalued in the markets today, but I think at much lower prices. At what price do you do you suspect the industrial value of gold? Well, again, uh, you could you could go to uh, someone that makes jewelry, uh, and they give you a price. There are technology companies that put it in wire bonding inside techno uh, computers and uh, chips uh, to make the, the conductive material is very attractive. But at $1,800 an ounce, uh, it, 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 people look for alternatives. Just like when oil got to $150 a barrel, uh, solar, wind, and other energies became very, very competitive. Um, since that price of gold reached that price, um, you know, technology companies have found other ways to, to move um, information besides through the connective material gold. Um, jewelers probably have not sold as much in the form of, of gold pieces as they would otherwise. I'm not saying that's, that's going to be a defining feature of someone not buying a piece of jewelry, but really um, the industrial uh, use is probably around 7 to 750.
Okay. 